Greetings, beautiful people. This is Jay here from Lads Talk Health and as always, sending nothing but love and kindness and positivity to all. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. Please, please, if you enjoy it, let other people share your enjoyment. Love to you all. Hello, Insta. Jay here from Lads Talk Health. As always, send you nothing but loads and loads of love and kindness and positive healing energy. Just wait to see if anybody jumps on. It's just me today. Need a hello, hello. Just saying, actually, it's just me on this one today as uh, my beautiful, I earned already, my beautiful mate Harry Thomas has been invited onto a common law course near to where, because he's, as you probably know, Harry's back in England currently. Hey, Charlie, what's happening? Good afternoon. So yes, I thought I'd jump on. It was supposed to be me and Hazard both jumping on to have a quick chat. And again, just to cover some questions that have been coming up, which are always brilliant when people are reaching out asking questions. There's loads and loads going on currently in the community. There's more schools being served notices, which is great. There's more schools putting a halt on their vaccination programs because of these notices, which is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. You know, these kids... They're being saved. They're being saved. And so are their parents. Because unfortunately, due to cognitive dissonance, parents are still out of complete love and fear, which is unfortunate, still choosing to sort of go with the mainstream narrative and and give their children over for these jabs, which, as we know, the narrative hasn't changed. COVID was never a threat to children. In fact, it's 99.7% survival rate for everybody. But with kids, it was never really a threat anyway. So yeah, just wanted to touch on that. Can't wait for Harry as well to be to come back from this common law course and share some of the new knowledge he's going to have picked up. Today though, again, a couple of questions that keep coming up. A lot of it comes up around cancer, which is totally understandable, being that cancer is as rife as what it is currently. You know, one in two now we're told still like shit oh mate sorry to hear that sorry to hear that do you know what you need to do i don't think you you wasn't did you come on the breathing charlie i don't think you did did you forgive me if you did but that was something else is one of the uh, one of the questions that came up which which we're going to touch on but that breathing routine that i took people through on that workshop the other day would work wonders Stay positive, that's, that's it. You can choose to do that, so why would you choose to do anything other than that? Oh, my screen's just been filled up with everything. So yeah, <clears throat> around cancer, what's come up is how do I show up as my best self for the person with, that is suffering with the cancer? Well, first and foremost, no, couldn't get on it, AM. Hello, silk, silk and cotton trading, hello, hello and put, put the internet, <laughs> we're very honest, so yeah, we, we can work something out for you, Charlie, but that breathing exercise, I'll touch on that in a minute, actually, but yeah, if, if you're, if you've got someone in your life that's currently suffering with cancer, this, like I said, this question came up, how do I show up, first and foremost, you make sure you show up with no emotion attached from your side to that person, and that might sound a little bit strange, the thing is with cancer, it is what it is. And this is, again, this is experience. The ways we heal. Hello, love, thanks for joining. 
when, and again, this is observations from my experience, okay, hi Liam. So when I've witnessed loved ones dealing with people with cancer, yes, of course, it affects everybody. Cancer, it affects the whole family. As soon as that person hears that horrible, you know, gets that horrible news, you know, I'm really sorry to tell you, you've got cancer. It, it, it goes like a wave higher. It goes a wave through, throughout everybody within that person's circle gets affected by it. And it's understandable. Okay, that you can't change. You're all going to get that, oh no, that instant, you know, it's nobody wants to hear that. That person, obviously, is going to feel it more than anybody else. Now, not only that, from, from my observations over the last eight years especially, what they inherently naturally do, because we're inherently naturally loving, compassionate people, is they start straight away worrying about how you're going to feel when you hear the news. And in their head, they're already playing out negative scenes of, I've, I've, I've got to deal with this, but they're going to have to deal with this as well. So back to my point, how you show up emotionless, it might sound cold, it's not, because you show up as you would always show up, as if they didn't have cancer. That's the first step. Is it, That label doesn't become that person. Now, unfortunately, what tends to happen is, and again, it's done out of un, unconditional, but uneducated on the subject love, is, hello, Mrs. Colombo, lovely to see you, is a lot of people tend to become an expert and start telling the person what they should do, what they shouldn't do. Have you looked into this? Have you looked into that? The first time when you encounter that person after that you know that they've had this news, just know at the forefront of their mind, they're not going to be thinking about themselves. They're going to be thinking about how you're going to react. And they're going to be dreading it. Why? Because like I said, most people are lovely, wonderful people. Good afternoon that will always take on somebody else's feelings in that situation. So knowing that that's how they're feeling, it's not, you know, it doesn't take a rocket science to work this out either, does it? You think, well, of course that's how they're gonna be feeling. They're gonna be worried about how I'm gonna take it, what I'm gonna say, what the implications are for me. This is what's going through their head, is you show up with no emotion attached to the cancer. You show up to that person as you always would. Now, albeit you don't know what situation you're walking into, they may be completely stressed and, you know, they really could be worrying about what's going on for themselves. They could be crying. They could be, you know, in a, in a place of complete, just chaotic mayhem that's going on internally because of, of the news that they've been given. Which, again, you can expect that. You think, okay, that's, that's, a, that's a potential that I could be walking into. But you don't let that lead the way that you take that step into meeting that person. Because the truth is, you could play out in your head a million di different scenarios of how would I feel if that was me. At that point, that doesn't come into it. It's not about how you would feel and it's not predicting how they're going to feel. You just show up as yourself to show that you're there, just to be there. What I've observed, because I've seen over the years, the family members that have come in and like I said just broken straight oh my god and just crying and you can understand it but that does nothing for that person nothing at all other than bring a whole load of sorrow and negative energy around them what they was already predicting you was going to bring so think how that feels they're dreading they've got the cancer 
They know they've got to tell you. Now they've told you, you're coming around to see them. They know that you're going to come around and going to break. That's what their mind's already doing. They're already predicting that. And then you show up in the state that they've predicted, which is what they've been dreading. What do you think that does to that person? And like I said, people say, yeah, but it affects me too. And you, I'm going to cry. Fine. Cry on your own, first and foremost. Have that bit done on your own. Get it all out of your system, how you feel about it. How would you feel if that was if I if that was me, this is what get that all out of your system and then you just show up to that person as a blank sheet of just being. You're just there. You just show up. You ain't got to go up and go, oh, how are you feeling? Or, you know, I'm really sorry. No, you just show up. Hi! So pleased to see you. Simple. Start off that first step, hi Fatima. First couple of words you say to that person will pave the energy of what that person's going to expect. Imagine, you know, that person's playing out, oh my God, James is coming to see me, he's going to break. I've told him now over the phone. He's told me he's coming round. Oh my God, he's, he's going to get upset. That's going to make, that's what they're feeling. That's going to make me upset. So this is what they're expecting. And then James shows up, you know, hi, hey, great to see you. Straight away, big smile on your face. And people go, well, why would you be smiling if he's been told you have cancer? Why would you not? Why would you not? Pleased to see you too, Fatima. Why would you not show up with a positive, strong energy of support? Without having to say all the supporting words. You're just there. Being yourself as you always would be. Because cancer doesn't become the person, the person doesn't become cancer. You haven't got to play a role to accommodate for cancer, that's not how it works. You play the role you always have done, because the role you always have played with that person is that normality of that person feeling, yeah, everything's okay. Does that make sense? If anyone's got any questions on this or are not understanding about this, because this has come up a lot about the cancer, I'm getting a lot of people reach out to me privately with these sort of questions. But it's so imperative that you take your emotions out of the equation. You take the person's emotions about cancer, because bear in mind, unless you've engaged with them at that point, whatever you think they're feeling about cancer, that's in your mind, that's your ego. You ain't got a fucking clue what they're actually feeling, because all you're doing is you're gauging off of, what would I feel like? Or, oh, I know that person, this is how they're gonna, no, you don't. You don't know how they feel. What you do know is if, let's just say they didn't have cancer for a minute, how would I normally show up? Just as myself. That's what they need. That's your best self. How do you show up as your best self with that person with cancer? You show up as you always would do. You don't change. You don't change. Because they're experiencing a change that they don't like. For you then to come up and add another change, all of a sudden, what are we building here? We're building something different, in layman's terms, than what we're used to. When all that person, can you imagine, you've been told you want cancer, what do you want? You just want things the way they always normally are. Not any different. So that's how you show up for someone with cancer. No matter how close that person is to you, you show up as you are. You let them lead. But when you step in, your energy is high, it's great to see you. Whatever your normal greeting is, get the kettle on. That's what I love that. <laughs>
Get the kettle on. Something you'd always do. I'm so glad, James, you've said this as I'm going to see a friend's sister when I'm uh, well enough as she has been told she has the big C. So thanks for your advice. Yeah, honest. And listen, this ain't, this, I'm not taking credit for this advice. And this is so important. As me and Harry say, we're sharers. I've witnessed the difference between people that show up as themselves, just straight. And not, it doesn't mean showing up like, right, how are you today? What are we going to do? What are we going to get you to cancel? We'll let you, like, it's, and over the top. No, you just show up as yourself and it has to be genuine. Like I said, you have, you're going to have a clearer. Like, Charlie, you're, you're going to hold emotions about, so it was your friend's sister. Get that out before you go to see her. Even if it means playing out the stuff that your ego telling you you want. I'm so fucking sad that you want. Get that out. Tell it yourself in the mirror. But get that out so that's out of you. And all you're thinking when you're there is, I'm walking in as I always would walk in to see you. And that's it. They take the lead on what happens next. Because like I always say, funnily enough, your truth, even in that situation, it's not down to you how that person deals or receives your energy. As long as it's been your truth, that's been put out, that's on them to receive how they choose to receive it. But you being yourself, that's your truth. And from what I've experienced, the person that, whether they be in the hospital bed, whether it be there at home, they will just be like, you almost feel, because of all that pent-up tension from the anticipation from them, worrying about how you're going to be, you know, you don't know, they might have had a shitty morning, shitty afternoon, of crying themselves. And now, Charlie's coming to see me, oh, he's going to be upset about this, oh, for fuck's sake, like, I don't, do you see what I'm saying? It makes sense, doesn't it? And like I said, I've witnessed the ones that come in and they just break down straight away. I've been in more cancelled than I ever thought I would have been in in my life. I, I never thought I'd end up doing what I do for a little. I'm so grateful, so grateful. And the teachings I've learned, I'm, a, I'm only a sole coach now because of the people that I've worked with with cancer. They're my greatest teachers in life. And just observing how these people work. And it's incredible. So just bear in mind, when you show up for someone as your best self with cancer, you show up as yourself. Cancer's nothing to do with it. You just, you're just there, you turn up. So that was one thing that came up. Um, she will laugh when say, get the kettle on. Oh, that's yeah, that's brilliant, Mrs. Clumbo. Thanks for sharing. It's, it's little things like that, isn't it? It's little things like that. Humour. Humour is the most powerful, for me, is the most powerfully beautiful energy you can in inject into any situation. Laughter. And guess what? As I've said before, when you make someone laugh, really laugh. You know, when you got to all laugh, you really enjoy that moment. Do you know that feeling you get all over? Yeah, that's a chemical called serotonin. And funny enough, that's, we're going to touch on Daisy in a second. That's, do you know what? I'm so glad because this is where this was leading to, funnily enough. So thanks for asking, Fatima. Um, I've earned again. But yeah, laughter. You get an injection of serotonin floods through your body. That beautiful chemical, which is so important for that person that's sick as well. So yeah, humour's amazing. So yeah, so showing up is your best self. For how do you do it for someone with cancer? You show up how you always would do. As yourself. With nothing else attached to it. And that's enough. That person will really appreciate that. I promise you that much. So Daisy, for those that don't know, I've been coaching... Uh, 
well, actually, it's the first family I've ever coached as a wholesome. So it's a mum, dad, and two daughters. One of the daughters, beautiful young girl called Daisy. She's 15 years old. Uh, she's been diagnosed. She's been she's been misdiagnosed for a long time, but finally they put a label on it, and she's got something called. Well, they've told her she's got something called classic Hodgkin's lymphoma. She's been now. Uh, she's done just under around a month's worth of chemotherapy. And she's not had one, hey Goldilocks, lovely to see ya. She's not had one negative side effect from the chemotherapy at all, not one thus far. This girl's incredible, honestly. So she's doing really well. She was actually going to come on the breath work course, uh, workshop. So she's gonna come on the workshop me and Harry put on and join in with the breath work. Her dad reached out to me and unfortunately they missed the message, so She's going to be, I'm going to be putting on, what I'm going to do soon, because because the dad reached out to me and asked me would I do one again, I'm going to put on my own experience for Daisy, which I'm going to put up, for and I'd love for people to jump on. It'll be myself taking you guys through, again, the same breath work. Shout out to the people, that uh, whoever was on this the other day, I know I think some of you was, was there, uh, and in fact I know some of you were there, and that breathing exercise, this is this is the work I do with Daisy as well, and, and I've said this before, I mean, this girl's incredible. Currently, her best time, and bear in mind, this is after three and a half weeks worth of chemotherapy. On our last session, which was last Monday, she held her breath, and this will make sense to the people that done this breath work course. Do you know when that last breath was? <sighs> Stop breathing. Four minutes, 7.85 seconds. Fucking hell. How incredible is that? This little girl that's had all of that poisonous shite pushed into her body but because of the work <laughs> don't worry I'm gonna put I'm gonna do another one so jump on when I, I'm gonna definitely put one on for Daisy so jump on that one Mrs. Columbo I'll make sure I put the put the feelers out on my website breathing exercise was brilliant I slept all night brilliant but yeah so it's uh, Daisy thanks for asking Fatima Daisy's doing really really well she's an incredible human being and like I said for those that do pray and those that do meditate Please just include Daisy in, in your thoughts and your and your that healing energy that you put out when you take time for yourself because it's it's much much appreciated. So that's that question. What else came up? There was um, oh the community. We the the website that the membership site. If 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 you haven't already, I implore you, please sign up for the www.ladstalkhealth.com. It's just a one pager at the moment. You go on. You put your details in. We start building a, a base of, of emails so that, and what, what me and Harry really want, not really want, not what, what we will do and what we're looking forward to, cheers Fatima, is is sending, keeping you guys updated as it grows. Like we want to be completely transparent. So, you know, oh, this is the guys, we just launched the first page. This is what it looks like. So yes, the, the membership site, we're hoping, we've got an incredible guy, called Joel, shout out to you Joel, who's actually, again, this is the, and again, power, talk about power of community. So me and Harry, you know, we're not, we've put a lot of work over the years into what we're doing, and, and we both, I mean, I gave up my, my job to, to do this, and I love it, I'm not complaining, but, you know, it, it's, we're not making loads of money out of what we're doing, and that's not the point, but my point is this, one thing we always wanted was we, we know we, we wanted this community. Where can we go? We need a website. We want a good website. We don't want to get online and try and build 
a GoDaddy website because we're not that good to be completely honest and we want something that we can be proud of and people will be proud to join. So through the community and this whole truth and Lads Talk Health, we had an amazing guy from Sweden who's incredibly, what he's done for himself and his family in his business, his line of work has been incredible, reach out and offer to build us the whole setup for nothing just because he believes in the truth and the community and helping each other. So Joel, shout out to you and your wonderful family. Thank you so much. Joel's working hard behind the scenes, putting this site together for us. Uh, yes, once it's up and running, the mem as I said before, me and Harry wanted to make our coaching sessions affordable to everyone. But like I said, I don't know why I start when I say this. I should say it with pride, but you know, we have to pay the bills. We needed to make some sort of income off the back of it because we also, we want to be able to pay other people to come on to our membership so that everybody that joins is getting experts from all over the world because me and Harry have been really fortunate recently. We're reaching out and have had people reach out from all corners of the world that are really established and we're learning off of them and we want to be able to get them on as well. So yes, the subscription for the person who asks is £35 a month. It's, no, it's not going to be a tying contract. It's just that guys, if you want to join us this month, it's £35. You know, you can uh, keep keep rolling on if you want by paying but it's, there's no contract in it it's just a case of 35 pounds and what you're going to get for that will be for the people that experienced what we took you through the other day it'll be you know different experiences daily and and a bit more don't want to go into it too much at this point but yeah it's gonna be a lot of stuff because i mean even the fast that i'm currently doing I want to package up into little programs for people that do want to lose weight and it's nothing to do with vanity again this is all everything about last talk health is health it is all about health so i've had a few people reach out about fasting but oh you know i just haven't got the willpower yes you have first and foremost yes you fucking have we all have okay and that's what we're going to help by helping each other just reminding yourself yes i can i can do this but we want to package up you know harry's package up the fasting harry's now how many years? I mean, Harry's been a personal trainer for like 20 odd years. I have, but I'm not as, I mean, I pulled away from that field. But we also want to package up our health and fitness included into that. Stretch sessions with soulful breathing. That's incredible, by the way. That's a game changer. This is, again, this is stuff that we do to ourselves. We never try and preach stuff out um, that we learn from books. No, this is stuff that we do and we know how this feels. So yeah, there's, there's going to be so much health, fitness, Something else that came up, and I love this idea, someone said to us recently, do you know what? It would be great if there was a place that we could meet other people, like dating, meet other people, but know straight away some of the most important principles are shared from the off. And that really resonated with me and has thought, yeah, that's right, because right now, you can't get away from it. There is a huge divide over many different things. But there is a way of thinking, I have to say it with that, because I don't want to sound biased either way. Okay, I'm going to say it from my own, okay, from my own perspective. I hope I'm never single again, because I'm really happily married. But if I was single now, I would really struggle to find common ground with someone, for example, and this, remember this is me, so don't, don't shoot me. I would find really hard to find common ground with someone who was up for vaccinating themselves and vaccinating children. I couldn't live with that. So straight away, there's, there's, 
you know, that's something that you could be getting on with someone and all of a sudden you, and, and again, Harry gave an example of a really good friend of his recently that was engaged, that had been engaged for a long time, they've been together for many, many years, and then, boof, this whole COVID thing pops up and vaccinations, immediately split up. So I'm not, agreed, thanks very much. Again, uh, by the way, guys, if anyone's got any ideas, <laughs> like I said, it's not, it's not the Harry and Jay show, you can fire these out, if you think, actually, Jay, that's a load of bollocks, please tell me. But I thought that was a great idea, somewhere where you can bring people together that, you know, you know on our platform, what's at the core? Kindness, love, joy, truth, acceptance. And that means as well, we're not going to agree on everything. Fine, that's life. That's, that's, beautiful. that's the beauty of individuality. We accept that. But there's a core that we do believe on. So imagine knowing that when you're having that first conversation with that person, which ego is always going to play a part. I'm not, if I was to go and date someone now, my ego would go mad. Jay, look at you now. You're 40 years old. You're losing your hair. You know, you're not, you're not the specimen that you are. We all have egos. It's going to play rollups with your mind. But it's hard being single. We do have to stand in the park events to meet like-minded people. There you go. Classic is our Thanks for your honesty. Thanks for your honesty. Imagine a platform where you know that, and it doesn't matter, doesn't matter sexuality doesn't come into it, whether you're gay or not. None of that matters. None of that matters. It's all about, at a soulful level, because that's what a relationship is really about, isn't it? It's about your soul. Do I connect with this person? Yeah, lust comes into it. Obviously it does. But you don't spend 24 hours a day shagging. As crude as that sounds, I don't mean to be crude, but it's the truth. The most beautiful times I spend with my, my wife is talking, laughing, actually, laughing and talking. But to have a platform where you know straight away, I'm going to meet that guy, I'm going to meet that girl, and that little niggle at the back of your mind about vaccinations, COVID, oh, not there. Because that's one thing you ain't got to swipe about. <laughs> you just know from the off, we're on that level. So yeah, that's something we're looking to implement into, into the, the membership as well. So if you think for 35 quid a month, plus, like I said, the coaching that we're going to be doing, and, and, and this I'm excited about, is we get to talk about the stuff. We've touched on some, you know, gritty subjects here. I promise you, there is loads that we are dying to talk to you guys and girls about that we can't because we know our videos will be taken down. And we're not saying we're good, you know, we're, we're just gonna share with you. It's up to, you might think again, load of bollocks, but I think from the feedback we're getting, I think I know from the feedback that we're getting from people, I'll touch on that in a second, is that people are keen to talk and find out more. So yes, definitely, the membership site will be up and running soon. Please, 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 like I said, put your details down. www.ladstalkhealth.com Just put your details down for now. We'll keep you updated. Membership map to enable people to connect. Look, fantastic idea. Fantastic idea. Definitely. Some sort of when you join, this is where this person is. This is, Love that. Love that. Definitely going to add that one. Try being vegan. <laughs> Against all the BS and going down rabbit holes as well as being 48 and with two dogs. <laughs> You're a catch. Don't ever forget that. You're a catch. I love your humour and don't ever downplay what you've got because it's amazing. Tell Harry I can't do the dinosaur thing he mentioned. I'm not going to say nothing on that but that's the worm. Well, again, when you look into that, actually that's, 
that's got a very similar origin in completely different subjects but the origins of where that came from very similar to where vaccination started I don't want to spoil it for people because again is it but have a look into who created the first vaccine and how it was done and the fact that it had nothing to do with medicine and the fact what what it was from again what do we always talk about foundations where things begin is always the truth always have a look into the, the, the origins of vaccinations. There you'll find the truth of vaccinations. And for those who say, oh, that was however many, in fact, no one on here will. But the naysayers would tell you, oh yeah, but that was years and years ago, it's changed. It's not, in fact, it's only got worse. Have a look into that. Uh, to, I am, oh, I have had two and a half years to love me, which is, yeah, great. Best two and a half years of your life. Imagine you've learned to love yourself, hello, Bazaar. You've learned to love yourself over these last two and a half years. Imagine what someone else is going to walk into now when you've got all that love for yourself. So well done you. What else was the other thing that came up? It was the membership. This is where Harry would have been handy as well. Because again, I'll just let people know the reason that me and Harry were supposed to both be on this, just do a quick one. Uh, but he, he got invited down to a common law course, which is again, fantastic. So it's just me. What else was it though? And again, if anyone else has got anything, hello mate, please bring it up now. But what else? It was cancer, showing up as your best self. What else was it? Oh yeah, common law, quickly. This is, actually, this is, this is quite important. So again, a lot of people still ask about the common law thing. Uh, go, that video that we made where I do that presentation, good foundation point. But just to touch on a couple of basics, you don't have to open your front door to anyone. That's a fact. Nobody. No one has the right to make you open your front door. So what does that mean? You don't have to engage with anybody at your front door if you don't choose to. Police, don't care how many police turn up bailiffs, whoever, your next door neighbour, guess what, what happens when you, someone knocks and you don't want to speak to them? Shh kids, <laughs> don't answer the door. Right, that's your inherent right, you're not wrong to do that, that's your right. Now, because I'm reaching out there, a lady reached out the other day and she got an answer off me and she got an answer off Harry, both are correct. You can choose to open that front door, but if you're going to, the first thing, before you've opened the door, ask them to provide their identification. And if they say, well, what do you mean? Put it through the letterbox. Whoever you are, put it through the letterbox. I'll give it back to you, but put it through the letterbox so I can identify who you are and I'm going to take a picture of your identification before you open the door. Then pass it back through and then tell them, Please take two steps back. Well, why do you want me to do that? I'm not going to open my door otherwise. Take two steps back. So that you've got time to open your door, step out and close your door. Because here's something people try and do. I say people, bailiffs. And this is from personal experience. This is how vulgar these people are. 
If you open the door, even after you say you did the first step, please pass through your identification. They pass it through. You take a picture, you hand it back. You open the door. A lot of the time, they will step and put their foot, just their foot, just the toes worth of their shoe, into your door, into your property, so that if you close the door, guess what happens? It hits their foot. Guess what they're then legally entitled to do? Phone the police and say they've been assaulted. That's how twisted this game is. So if someone knocks at your door, okay, ask them for, if you want to, first and foremost, if you don't want to engage, ignore them. Do you know what I did in the end? I bought one of them little cameras on Amazon where I had an intercom so I could see them at the camera. So when they knock at the door, it's brilliant. Knock at the door, I press the button, it go boom, and then you see them straight away, what's that? And then I talk to them through the intercom, hello, who are you? I'm such and such and such and such. Turn it off. Turn it off, and then I just watch. And then knock again. I'll do exactly, and obviously this time, ready for it. But then I start saying to them, please leave my property. You have no right to be here. I don't want to talk to you. Turn it off. You haven't got to. At first, when I first learned about common law, I was just so keen to chuck common law at them. But it's a waste of time. They don't care. They don't care. The best thing you can do is not give them any of your energy. That's, that's from my experience. And from, I, I, I was at that time, them years ago when I beat the court system, twice I beat the court system in the UK by following what, by following what I presented, by the way, the other day on that common law chat. That's how I beat me. There's nothing I used other than what was in that presentation. So that's how powerful that presentation was. If you get your head around that, that serves you in pretty much any circumstance. Especially if someone's coming to your property, you, you know that stuff. In fact, you know that stuff. Don't even answer the door, don't even talk to them. But like I said, if you want to, tell them to step back so you've got enough time to go out, shut the door behind you, have your camera already ready. Hello, uh, Roseanne. Cut it off when they leave, precisely. Have your camera already ready so that you're there. As you walk out the door, literally holding the camera, remember you've told them to step two steps back. Can you be arrested taking if you go outside? No, no. Well, listen, the, the truth of the matter is this. Lawfully, no, you cannot be arrested, especially if, you know, outside your house, even if you're on the road, you've still normally got just out your door. Most people have got even a little laugh a mat. They've got a little bit of air. You step on that, you're still in your well. This is your well. This is my lawful inhabitants you're intruding so no however if you get and you do unfortunately a nasty piece of work like a police person who's will we'll class them as a police officer because it's when they're in their officer which we've touched on this before a police officer is a legal fiction that person is a constable what we get to deal with is constables that's who swears their oaths to hold up their higher the, the law of the land, um, are constables. That's what they swear their oath on. When they uh, identify themselves as officers, like I said on that common law talk, where does the word officer come from? The corporate world. That's then you're dealing with a corporation. There's no law involved in that, funnily enough. None. It's all legal fiction. So why did I get taken into that? Can you be arrested? Yeah, so if you're gonna get an asshole officer, 
They still might, even if, you, the, no matter what they say, don't change your tone, even if you're scared. Your heart's gonna be doing this. This is where the breathing comes in. <sighs> Take a big breath, it will instantly calm you down. Don't change your tone. They're gonna tell you, I'm gonna arrest you. You tell them, on what charge? And they won't, they won't be, what law have I broken? No matter what they say, don't change your tone. Don't change your demeanour. Be in your now. Stay present in yourself, knowing, I, I promise you, I've got no agenda here. What I'm telling you now is, is the truth. Stay in your now, knowing that lawfully, you're in the right. And lawfully, they are breaking the law. Even though they're the ones with the uniform, the hat, and everything that's supposed to be upholding it, when they're doing that, they're breaking the law. Now, to finish this point, sorry, because I'm digressing. They can get nasty and physical. We've seen it. How many videos have we seen? Even look in the groups that a lot of you are part of. Nowadays, this is how bad it is. They are, they're assaulting us. They're assaulting us. But just know this. Whatever happens at that point, okay? And I know people think, oh, you know, you're going to play out the whole scenario. Oh, he's going to assault me. I'm going to drop my phone. When that goes to call, which it will, you stay on your ground and you make sure you say as well, I am under duress. This is being forced upon me under duress. I do not consent to this. And it might have, you might, again, your ego can tell, how are you going to say that in that situation? No, you fucking say it. Because that's your lawful right as a sovereign human being. I don't consent to this. And they're going to rough you up. But just know this. When that goes to court, you win every single time. Every single time you win. So it might mean you lose 24 hours, 48 hours if it's the weekend, it's a Friday and they keep you until Monday. But when it goes to court, you win every single time. Okay? I purchased a body cam. Good idea. They work on the threat and then hope. That's right. They work on the threat and imagine, again, this is a, this is a fact. They're threatening you on your doorstep and what they're looking for is you to consent. That's what it's all about. They are lit. How nasty is that? Your place where you've got your kids inside. You know, this is why, in my opinion, don't answer the fucking door. Sorry if I keep swearing, but this stuff pisses me off. Don't answer the door to these people. You haven't got to. You have not got to. And if you... I'm going to kick your door down. Go on then. I'm standing here with a camera. Kick my door down. Because I'm going to sue you for... Um, Jesus Christ, I completely forgot what it's called. What's it called again? Oh my God. Of, what is it, a property? I've forgotten what it is. Sorry, Pete, my mind's gone. But you, you let them know. And you let them know. Kick my door down, you're breaking the law. I'm going to sue you and I'm videoing you. Tell them your truth. I have my children in here and they're scared. And this is all on camera. Let them. They can't kick your door down. They cannot kick your door down. Why? You've not broken any laws. Now, obviously, if you've done something and there's a victim to your actions, then everything I've just said goes out the window. I'm referring to when you, your actions in layman's have not caused loss or hurt another human being, then guess what? You have broken no laws ever. Simple as that. So any threats they give you, just bear that in your mind and let that be your that fire to, to shut your ego up from being scared, to thinking, hold on, 
they're, they're bullying me for me to go, oh, go on, then take me. That should be enough. That should be enough. You do not understand ever or stand. No, you overstand. That's another one. Do you understand? No, I overstand you. How about that? And do you know what? Do you know why I overstand you? Because you're in a job that I pay for. You swore an oath to protect me. So I overstand you. Stick your understand up your ass. So that was the other one on common law. What else was it? Cancer. Oh, cannabis. Yes, I'll say it again. This is from experience. And in fact, this stuff. Eight years I've been working with this stuff. In them eight years, I've seen people that shouldn't be here anymore because on paper they was told by their doctors and mainstream medicine, after being butchered by chemotherapy, by radiotherapy, we're really sorry, this is as far as we go. You've now got, and then I'll start telling you, probably got about six months, probably got a year, probably got four weeks, whatever it is, load of bollocks, load of bollocks. There's, I'll say this every single time. There has never been in the history of mankind any scientific evidence to back up that no matter what is going on inside a human body, no matter what a scan shows, there's no evidence that anyone can point a finger and tell you how long you have to live. It's a load of bollocks, first and foremost. So, cannabis oil, yes, proper, not the shit you're gonna buy in Tesco's or Holland & Barrett or online, this CBD crap that they're selling for 500 pound. That is all a farce. True, natural, straight from the plant, cannabis oil, yes, it can and does kill cancer cells. I know for a fact, why? Because no one can refute my eight years. There are plenty of people that I've worked with that apparently were dead, still here today, and that includes family. So yeah, cannabis oil, and again, you can reach out privately about that, okay, because I can't do too much on that, because like I said, again, this is the stuff. When we get this membership up and running, I can't wait to tell you a lot about that, the, the real journey I've had with cannabis oil and what I've seen. And again, people like, even, even kids, children, right? And for anyone who, who, who instantly, their ego's going off, it cannabis, we, just know this, there are literally hundreds upon hundreds of medical governing bodies in different parts of the world that administer can, uh, cannabis as their go-to as the first protocol for people with cancer. How about that? That's a fact. Go and do your research. Well, what about to council tax? Yeah, we've touched on this. Council tax is a completely, listen, all tax, every tax you pay is unlawful. Every one. That's a fact. Am I advising you to stop paying tax? No, I'm not. Why? Because there are implications. Because unfortunately, myself included, I, didn't, I wasn't born into knowing common law. Common law was in me, it was in you, it was in every single one of us. But was I born into knowing common law? No. Was my parents? No. So I was signed over to the state just like you lot. On paper, James Edward Mannion, in capital letters, is a legal fiction that's owned by the government, with a number. With the same bond, exactly the same bond, formatted like they use for, for slaves. It's not changed. None of that's changed. So yes, regardless of colour, we are all slaves. All of us. And that has been the case for fucking years, unfortunately. So yes, 
Council tax, every tax, is, is it's unlawful. Okay, and what do they say? It's illegal not to pay tax. They don't say it's against the law. They say that. You say, hold on. Where in any law does it say that I'm supposed to pay tax? Oh, hold on. In law, it says no other human, it says man, but that's sexist, no other human can earn off of another human's working, employment, sorry. It's, it's much better said than that. I'm going to try to put it in layman's. So it, by law, it is against the law. If I go out and work the fields and I get paid for working the fields, if anyone tries to take my money, that's against the law. But it's in the legal system. So yeah, tax, tax is the legal, it's all part, that's, that's what keeps the legal system up. Think of everything you pay tax on. And every, every single penny of that is against the law. Hello, simply anyone else? Prince sings, land of free homeless slaves. Is there anything else I've missed? So, touch on the cannabis. Oh, again, someone asked about the pro. Oh, oh, I'll remind you. So, the name of the system in the human body, and I've I've worked with I've worked with a, I've worked with two cats. I've worked with one dog so far, and I've indirectly been involved with a horse. Okay, what the fuck's all that about? <laughs> but the system that. I refer to when it comes to beating cancer with cannabis is called the endocannabinoid system and every animal and every human has this incredible system inbuilt to us and yes it's fucking amazing what this system does and oh yeah the process yes another question does our body naturally kill cancer yes it does from from birth we kill all sorts of shit that's in our system because it's stuff that's inside our system that our body's natural immune systems deal with because guess what your body is incredible and even when you're really really sick and i can give examples of this like i said i've worked with people that supposedly had six weeks to live she's still here that is now 2021 nearly eight years later Right? She was broken at that point. She'd been given the news. She gave up on the chemo and all that. She said, no, I can't do it. Told her kids, I can't take this anymore. I'd rather die than take this shit that they're giving me, which is giving me no guarantees anyway. Still here today. Right? Our bodies are nature's greatest example of a reparation machine. We repair all the time, regardless of what state we're in. That's how incredible your bodies are. Guys, James and Harry are coming on our platform 5pm. Yes, we are. Um, we're on Maya Bromley at... Oh, sorry, Bauer. Let me just finish. The, the process. I do this all the time. I drive people crazy. I'm not like this on my coaching, by the way. <laughs> so the name of the process that our body naturally kills cancerous cells is called apoptosis. Apoptosis. Okay? So that, that comes up a lot, actually. Uh... Mason told me that they have, oh, what was that comment? The Mason told me that they have nanobots to cure. Take, Baza, you should know better by now. We don't talk about cure. Cure means to preserve, heal. We talk about healing. So uh, what else was like, someone made a comment. Oh yeah, the mic. So yeah, today we're on my, at my Bromley. We're on at 5 p.m. UK time today. So it's gonna be 
uh, talk is oh Bao, sorry I should have come back to you. It's going to be about community Bao and the importance of community because this is something that's really building at the moment. So again we're going to touch on on community. Uh, ah, another subject. Oh let me just address this comment. I see cancers as your body's natural way of riding off the toxins. It holds on until your body is in a place. Yeah. Ah, that was another question. Thanks, Mrs. Colombo, because you just reminded me. Tumours. Lumps. Does anybody know? In fact, quick question. I'm going to wait to see if anyone knows this. What is a lump? What is a cancerous lump? What does that indicate? Let's see if anyone has the answer to that. Just interesting, because I didn't know this either. But it was when, when I was told it, uh, and I was told it by a holistic doctor, I was like, oh, fucking hell, oh yeah, of course. H how do you think a lump forms? Why do you think, that's a better question, why do you think a lump forms? Let's see if anyone answers. Good start. Good start. Collection of cells. Like I said, our body, can you mention the community trade? Yes, Bao, do you want to elaborate on that a little bit though, mate? Um, are you talking about what, bringing the businesses together? We'll get on to that, Bao. Hey, Denz, hello, lovely lady. To contain the toxic, right, right, use it, bang on. So, oh, I've got a lump. We're told a lump is a sign of, of, of everything. That's it, oh my God. Is that, that lump, that's your body straight away going into protection and healing mode. What it does, imagine I'm Mr. Cancer Cell. Even myself, remember, cancer, like many other sicknesses, start with a singular cellular inflammation. So that, and every cell, as we know, has got a membrane. And what does that membrane, as Harry always loves, loves to put it, it's, it's all about growth and protection. So when that cell gets sick, the membrane realises, shit, I'm sick. Now to protect itself, it reaches out. And this is how things spread to areas around, but guess what happens? The other cells around there, the non-cancerous ones go, oh, shit, we've got one here. Come on, boys and girls, and they collate, and they group up, and they jump on top of each other to contain the cancer to stop it from spreading. How about that? And guess what happens when you start zooming, sorry, shooting these lumps with lasers and cutting them open to take pieces out. Oh my God, look at that, Mrs. Colombo. We're in sync, we're synchronized today, love. Fantastic. They cut it open and it spreads like a flower spreading pollen. Fuck, I'm taking that. That is bang on. Absolutely bang on. That's exactly what happens. So what is a lump? A lump is your body going, we've got you. Let's contain this. Let's put this in a place where it can't reach out. And look at that. These other cells are willing to die to stop it from going into the rest of your body. Incredible, huh? Absolutely incredible. Um, covered that. What else? Just trying to think what else. What's the time? Okay, cool. Um, I, think that, I think that was about it, guys, to be honest. If there's any questions from anyone, happy to take them. I'm so glad we're sick, not many people hear me. I hear you, and so do the people on this, under, it doesn't matter how many people are on here, this video will go out, and the people that are on here have also heard you. And this is what we need to be doing, because this is the thing, people, you don't have to wear a white jacket to be knowledgeable, <laughs> okay? You, as you, I always say this, 
Oh yeah, that's something that came up. Again, it's funny how things segue into each other. In regards to every single person, whoever watches this and the people watching this now, here is a fact that I say every single time. You are the only you that ever was, ever is, or ever will be. Which means, and that's the truth, no one can refute that, that's a fact. So here's the, the next step from that is, that means that you are the only person out of 7.8 billion people that can ever be the best you. How about that? You are the only best version of yourself. Fact. I love you for that. I do. I genuinely do. When that resonates, when I learned that about myself, it changed a lot. It what, what is there to compare to? When you think about it, what is there to compare to other than yourself? Other than looking out, get the mirror up. Get the mirror up. At first, the ego will drive you bonkers. It's going to tell you, oh, you're getting old, you're losing your hair, teeth are going yellow, you're getting fat. That's what will happen first. Ride that out. I promise you. Ride that out. Let that go. Just notice each fault. Notice each horrible comment. But don't get caught on it. Let it go. Anyone that comes and you're not good enough, you're not good enough for that job, you don't know enough for this, let, all right, cool, let it go. Let it go. It will settle. This is where the breathing really comes in as well. Let it, the noise settles. Once you start seeing you for who you are, you'll fall in love with yourself again. And what I always say to people is, look at, hold that mirror up. Look at yourself now and let the ego go. Now, Close your eyes and then imagine when you open your eyes, you're looking at yourself when you're five or six years old. Now you tell that little you, you're too fat, you're too ugly, you're not, you wouldn't, would you? You wouldn't. You'd remember, hold on, I used to get complimented all the time and I take that. I am beautiful, I am pretty. Look, look where, what I've become. How amazing am I? That's important. That is so, so important. Hello, for the ones that are joined. Remember, if you're ever doubting yourself, like I said, first fact, you're unique. Fact. There will never be, hello Matt, there'll never be another one of you. So you get to own something that 7.799999999 billion people never have ownership of. Yourself. You own yourself completely. What does that mean? That means I get to choose what I do. That means I get to appreciate me for me. And whenever you're doubting that, get that mirror up, close your eyes, do the breathing exercise that I taught some of you the other day. And then when you open your eyes, in your mind, you're looking at yourself as a five-year-old. Nice one, Bao. Yeah, I'll see you at five, mate. You're looking at yourself as a kid. And like I said, you would not tell yourself as a child you're ugly, you're not good enough, you're not clever enough, what have you done with your life? You wouldn't, would you? So why would you tell yourself that now? And on that note, actually I'd like to leave it there, I just want to say thanks for everyone who's turned up, thanks for it very much, a lovely comment, I love your energy too, love. Thanks for people that engage in this. As I said at the beginning, www.ladstalkhealth.com, please, 
sign up, put your names down. The membership site is coming, okay? Please sign up. We're going to give you so much on that site. It will be, I promise you, the, that small investment, will, it will change your life. Why? It changed my life. And we're the same. What difference are we? We're all exactly the same. All of us. We're all soulful, loving beings that at our core are still that little child that cares about what people call it core value. I call it soul values. Love, kindness, joy, sharing. That, that's life. That's the essence of a child. That's the essence of your soul. Guess what? Your soul don't age. We're still exactly the same. So yeah, stay blessed. Love to everybody. I mean that. And 5pm UK time will be on. So have a blessed day. Love to everybody out there. Thank you so much for listening. If you've been interested in this content and want to reach out for us a one-on-one or group or community coaching, please don't hesitate to. You can find us at Lads Talk Health on Instagram. On Telegram, if you're interested in the natural plant medicine, search for Rick Simpson Oil, best Rick Simpson Oil, forward slash cannabis oil, forward slash THC oil. You'll also find us on Instagram at Lads Talk Health. We've got a community membership site. If you're interested, please reach out. The membership site is www ladstalkhealth.com and again love to all